Welcome to the fourth season of Pop Culture Elevator. You might get off on the wrong floor, but it'll still be the right one. I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. We're going to follow the rabbit down some deeper holes, and we might just make it to Wonderland. That's the adventure we're looking for. We will deep dive into some newer films, but also take a look at some of our older favorites. No movie is too big or too small for us to handle, and hey, we'll even have time to talk about film news and our favorite celebrities. That's why we're the hosts of Pop Culture Elevator. And passengers, we'd love for you to message us. So if you'd like to, you can reach us at a few different places. Our email is popcultureelevator at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is PCE Podcast. Instagram is at popcultureelevator. Facebook is facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. When Mark and I talk about pop culture, we have a hard time censoring ourselves. So there are spoilers. Some of these spoilers are many years old and some only a few days old. We just want you to know what you're getting into. So if you haven't seen the movie we were talking about, you might want to pause this and watch said film. This is your spoiler warning. All right, passengers, welcome back to another episode of Pop Culture Elevator. That's right. Welcome back to season four, episode 25, where we're going to be talking about the hit, the classic, well, the new classic, <laughs> Beavis and Butthead do American the universe yeah i almost said <laughs> old habits die hard when i was, when I was the universe typing into the script i was like a man oh no it's universe <laughs> look this is just a it's beavis and butthead they're back they're they've got a television series which uh have you watched any of the new episodes uh yeah yeah you watch the new episodes <laughs> yeah yeah i've been watching a couple of them i watched the first two and i thought it was pretty dang good the fire one is hysterical fire i am fire you must do what I want, Beavis. You know what? I probably just caught the first episode then. Oh, okay. Because I don't that, remember that's that That's the one second yet. episode. And it... Wait, no, no, no. No, the oh. fire dumpster fire, the right? Fun, the dumpster yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the dumpster <laughs> fire. Never mind. I remember that. <laughs> go and go and run one or five laps around the school uh, track. Yard, school track. That will equal one mile. <laughs> Why do you want me to do that? Because it's good for you, Beavis. I, I mean, I guess so. So far, I love that episode. Anyway, the movie, uh, because it came out before the episodes came out, uh, yeah, I thought was a really good lead-in to how the episodes are now set up. But we'll talk about yeah. that in a minute. Um, or in a you little know, bit. just so we're talking, like, because we're just getting into it. One yeah. of my favorite things about this movie, it's it's a very tiny thing, but it's the intro before you even really get to oh, the movie, and yeah. it's like the Star Wars esque, uh, like chase and crash or whatever uh and they showed in like a newer animation style like they might have updated Beavis with like and the 3d style and yeah yeah the 3d animation and i was like no like no please god no i mean like i'll still laugh my butt off but this animation yeah, would I look terrible and it makes butthead look disgusting like really disgusting like you know they're not like the cleanliest of all right and like the most savory but i don't need it like in graphic proportions like that yeah. so when uh so when it went back to the original animation style i was just pleased as punch although i thought it made for uh like an amazing like car chase scene i thought that well, was kind of awesome what a great throw off right like yeah it actually made you think the movie was going to be one thing and then it was like i kept waiting for something like that i kept waiting for it waiting for it to lead into that and i was like oh that was that was clever yeah fun clever twist on the end there yeah and, <laughs> and this movie actually kind of um 
it it's weird it's a weird one because it's so out there and you're like this at least the first do america you know it was a road trip you could kind of believe that these two idiots could get sucked into this road trip yeah and then as i started watching the movie i was like oh this is unbelievable like uh and yeah ahead right but i was like it is unbelievable and then it's again i started thinking about it and i was like no no these two idiots could totally get into this well, especially like in the PC age when you're like not allowed to assume that uh, not allowed to assume that like somebody is making like a sexual connotation oh. with whatever you're saying. Well, right. And so you're so it's like, oh, oh, that's that. That's what you thought I meant. <laughs> the best part about that is the fact that it starts off in 98. Like uh-huh. it doesn't even start off in 2022. It starts off in 98. And this this is where Mike Judge is kind of a genius in this. Yeah. Because Mike Judge, uh, for one, told everybody we're gonna the movie's gonna show us older abuse in bed. So a lot of people assumed, oh, they're gonna show them like aged in 2022. Well, they do that. They do, but, but it's like three seconds of the movie. Yeah, but also would you want to watch an hour and a half mm-hmm. or so of that? Oh, I, I did not. I did nah. not like the older Beavis and Butthead at all. Um, no. But I almost forgot that these two idiots are supposed to be like 16 years old. Like, right. They, and you almost forget that. And then like stuff happens. Like they really like, can't drive yet. Literally, they, they don't know how to drive. Yet. Really, your kids. Um, And and the whole thing, like, OK, so passengers basically Beavis and Butthead, uh, they are idiots still. They go to their school fair at the science fair and they accidentally cause uh, the whole gym to light on fire. The entire side fair is set ablaze. Well, because they wanted to do an experiment, the experiment was how many times can you kick Beavis in the nuts until he uh, passes out? Instead, but finds... <laughs> now that that was that was really they weren't doing an experiment; they no, were just they were... doing it. Yeah. And then to like, oh yeah, we're at we're in school. Yeah, that was our cover. Well, we're we're doing this. <laughs> we're doing this experiment then but they find out that you can uh that you get a free trip to space camp which they don't care about no like, but at all <laughs> but butthead's like oh i've got the best experiment ever and he finds this like kickatron thing that yeah he perfect cranks, punt or something yeah and he cranks this leg back as far as good as you're not gonna you're not gonna kick me on the nuts again are you and but it's like oh no i'm not <laughs> no i'm not Davis. and he lets it go <laughs> And Beavis goes flying through the air. And as this is happening, he's like ripping things apart <laughs> through the air. I'm sorry. The, the sound he makes as he flies <laughs> through the air. <laughs> it was good. Playing in my head right now. I can't stop It laughing. was so good. And then the whole place lights on fire and, and basically they're in jail. And I love seeing the, the background characters, like the little boy and the old man and all that. And they're just waiting for Beavis and Butthead to get this sentence. And yeah. The, and... and and Dari is even in the uh, court uh, audience or whatever. Beavis, sir, sir, I'd like, to, I'd like to say, and he, <laughs> just like I love his monologues in this movie. They're just so good. He's got like three monologues that come off real like nice and poetic, but they're but totally, sincere. Yeah, they're totally sincere, but just asinine. Oh my gosh! And, and the judge is like. I don't know what it is. I saw it touched by an angel or whatever. And, and <laughs> no, that's the oh, that's, that's the, the secret facility guy. Yeah, or the, no, that's the prison guard. The prison guard. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> the judge is basically like, "Look, you're going to go. Maybe you'll learn something from this. So you're going to go to space camp." Which I was pleased as punch that that was Neil deGrasse Tyson's voice. Oh, was it? I never even noticed. Yeah. That's oh, just... I heard it right away, and I was like, "Say what?" 
Say what now? With the space camp, man. They go to space camp and they find this docking station thing. And of course, <laughs> it's like a penis going into vagina and they think it's the best thing ever and spend the whole night. Like 18 it, hours. And then also making the the grabber thing, like basically whack it off. Yeah. And the science. Uh, using it as a backup in case of mechanical failure. Yes. The science community <laughs> all finds this amazing. And they, of course, ask Beavis and Butthead to come. On the space station, it's like a PR thing. Like, we can put these two teenage boys in here. They'll do the docking for us. And we will care about NASA again. It could have worked. Like, the, the plan was actually a really good plan. Yeah. That could have worked. Except, if it didn't involve these guys. Yes. And these idiots, uh, you know, whenever she's like, oh, and this telescope is worth a billion dollars, so don't touch that. You know. And I kept thinking... What happens if you point it to the sun? And of course, it burns your retinas, dude. Any telescope, well, I knew. you just look I knew at the it sun. Would. But what <laughs> I'm saying is, I kept thinking, like, would this piece of machinery break or whatever? It but should I, burn out the optics. Yeah. yeah. But the way that they go about it, where both these but had burned both their eyes out, <laughs> which they wouldn't have eyeballs anymore, it would be total event horizon. No, plus. no, they they would it would just burn out their retinas. They wouldn't like pop their eyeballs. No, but I mean, like, they they wouldn't see again. Oh uh, yeah, no, they would not get no, that they back. I don't see think. Again. Yeah uh that's what i'm saying i would like actually burn their eyeballs out but okay. they they wouldn't be able to see again which they do end up being able to see but they don't tell anybody that they can't see <laughs> and so when it's their time to dock for real they they mess up the whole thing but the whole thing happens because they think they agree to do this because they think the the female head of the of the astronaut team is wanting uh the uh them to do her in space and get a score which is the same exact plot as Beers about it do America. They think yeah. that they're going to score by going to find uh, Demi Moore. And then she like, what, you want yep. us to do him? <clears throat> we are ready to do you now. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, some people might say it's a little redundant, but what other theme are you going to get out of 260 Oh, I thought it boys? was, but the way they did it was so funny. Like they get sucked into, basically she uh says she's gonna sacrifice herself because they mess up everything like they the iss is done they yeah. accidentally break through iss um <laughs> which i don't know if i guess this was made before the whole thing with russia so having a poor russian man die in the iss a freezing agonizing instant I was just death. like oh oh um but anyway i don't think this show really worries about that kind of stuff no no but uh mike judge does go political idiocracy of course office space which yeah. i appreciate greatly um but so anyway uh basically serena the character serena who's the main person that they think they're gonna do she uh gives them something like a grandmother thing she's like remember me and this and the sacrifice <laughs> the bracelet made, the bracelet and remember the sacrifice I made. And then, of course, they take it as, oh, come watch, come out in the spacewalk and watch me change from the portal. <laughs> Did you hear a Beavis? She wants to watch us through the window and all of our dreams will come true. And, and for Beavis to be the, the voice of reason through this whole movie is, he's like, no, I don't think that's what she, he's like, no, no, she did and they go out or even and, even in like the the parts where like you could totally tell it's like played out like a joke we've seen a million times he's like yeah yeah one word means the other yeah you know, oh well he's already mad at butthead so that's, yeah that's part of it but um you know they lose the the bracelet flying off into space as butthead uses as a, as a sex prop and uh yeah and she's like oh screw these kids and she uses the the hand uh the remote control hand thing and smacks them into space yeah basically murders them 
Uh, Tease him up like a golf ball. And, oh, the best part is that her first attempt with that machine does not work. They uh, they end up slamming into, like, a piece of the ISS, and it launches them back at the ship. And then she has to use retro thrusters, like, in the middle of, like, her essential eulogy, like, thanking them for their sacrifice, and <laughs> pulls them back out. And, of course, and that's the only when they person go through who the sees that is, uh, is Hatfield. Yeah. Or, uh, is it Hatfield? Hartson. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I kept thinking Hatfield governor. because Hartson <laughs> was 100% a riff off of James uh, or Jim Hatfield, the astronaut, the Canadian astronaut who was oh, in space. Oh. The, the mustache, everything. He looked just like him. And I kept thinking, is that That's his voice? hilarious. I didn't realize that. Um, the only thing about this movie that that off the bat I disliked was that they weren't using like big names like they did in the first movie. Like, you know, it was Demi Moore and, and uh, Bruce Willis and huge amounts of names uh but instead it was you know i love nat faxon who played jim hartson and gary yeah Cole and she mcbride you know they had some great voices in here and all the the extras that were in it but uh i just you know like i was kind of hoping that would get more of a uh more celebrity bigger name celebrities that's okay this wasn't in the theaters beefs about do america i, I want to say i went and saw that in theaters <laughs> uh yeah yes yeah. um i don't anyway, think it was that, allowed but i i still want uh let's see anyway um he's the only one that sees it jim jim hartson the lieutenant governor later uh and so he's like an, an, an he basically sticks with serena her whole career mm. uh but anyway beasley gets sucked into a black hole that they went to observe and uh it brings them it, it basically brings them through space and time in the year uh 2022 in florida in galveston yeah and then they meet their, uh, which was really random, but it worked for the ending of the movie. But they meet their future self, not their future selves, their alternate reality selves, smart Beavis and smart Butthead, uh-huh. uh, who are actually pretty funny. I love their big words and the... <clears throat> yes, and quite whimsical. Quite, quite humorous. Incongruous. <laughs> um, and they say, oh, you to fix this, you need to go through a portal. It's up on top of Mount Everest. <laughs> and they and, then, and Beavis and Butter like, uh, did you understand a word they said? No. no. Okay, let's go. So the whole time, again, Beavis and Butter go to the future. They don't realize they're in the future because they're idiots. And they see a big sign of Serena Ryan as uh, the governor of Texas to reelect her. <laughs> and they think it's a sign for them to go find her. Oh, she's playing hard yeah. to get. <clears throat> to, uh... <laughs> oh my god, I love when he's floating through space and he's like, the dance of seduction continues. <laughs> That's, it it just cracks me up so much. I don't I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what this training is doing for doing it, but uh, there is some so many good one-liners in this movie. Uh, but I have to say, like, just the whole thing that they think they're going to get laid again, uh, <laughs> and not realizing that they're in the future, and these poor they're just trying now. At this point, you find out that she finds out that they're still alive. She goes to kill them. Uh, she thinks they're there to expose her right and she's going to murder them so that she finishes the job basically uh the fbi is now after them because of the portal opening up and they think that uh, they're Mm -hmm. aliens yeah like trans-dimensional beings they kind of think that they're the future beavis and butthead essentially right them getting arrested and going to jail the whole him eating the pills gotta get rid of these yeah 
Goes, yeah, yeah, Dad, you take them, take them, take them. Okay. No, 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 no. I meant hide them in your pants. <laughs> I am the great Conrado. Give me tippy. I need all your tippy from me. No, do not disrespect my bunghole. <laughs> uh, and it starts the riot in the prison. He's right. We do need more people. Tippy, they never give us enough. Oh god! And the, the the warden basically being like, "I watched uh, Touched by an Angel," and because of that, I think these boys they were declared dead in 1998. I this think is something angels. much bigger now. We need to release them. Give oh, all the TP yeah. to the. They bring in all the TP and they let Beelzebub go. Which for in a real world thing, that would have been an amazing PR opportunity for like Charmin or oh, yeah. whatever Scotts, what have you. I mean, this movie is ridiculous after ridiculousness, but it just works well in this universe. Like the whole thing where they go back to their house. Oh, them getting Siri and he thinks it's Serena (laughs) and he's talking to Siri the whole time, having these like deep conversations. The best part of that is literally, and I'm afraid my phone's going to do it, but every time I say seriously around my phone, thank God I think I have Siri turned off uh uh it go it turns on siri and that's like the first line of how they discover serena in their phone or siri for short damn it beavis uh, you better not be talking to serena again <laughs> no no i'm not i'm not i'm not <laughs> i'm just uh spanking my monkey you, you better be <laughs> you better be you better be <laughs> best response best response to that oh god it's so good. It's just you so lying good. son of a <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. That whole scene where they learn white privilege. Oh had god. Me rolling. Also, uh right before that, so right where he catches them talking to Serena in the porta potty where they get stuck in the porta potty potty because they dropped the phone yep. into the toilet. Uh where he's just like kicking him in his butt. For oh. hours on end, and then you only know, get tired and he falls asleep and wake back up. Yes. And he's like, Time to wake up, Davis. <laughs> just like keeps on going, wakes oh my, him up like oh that. My God, it smells so bad. It smells so bad. Oh, God. That, <laughs> As he drives by. When they're, we're about to go score with some slut. Oh. You can't say well, that you, anymore. Well, actually, he can. He used it in a gender positive way. <laughs> oh my god oh. oh the the man bun dude i'll take it from here tanya <laughs> the mansplainer yes. and then not only does he like mansplain and cut off like in racist fashion the the, the female the african-american in the class but he also like blocks her face yep. from the frame of the movie like i've got this like and it's like oh my god you jerk you saying the same jerk. exact thing she said too full-on man's play. oh but he's like now what are you gonna do with this information you have changed my life <laughs> yeah are you gonna behave differently after this absolutely <laughs> just... they walk out and they they're stealing stuff and they're pushing people off and they're just doing all this they steal a cop car no you don't understand we have white privilege yeah uh, we didn't know either it's okay <laughs> that that had worse. me that just was so good yeah. so good um but i love when they go back to their house when they finally get back to their house uh and it turns out it's being sold and i love the 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 realtor trying to tell them what happened to the parents and every time something important was coming on they're putting another apple down the garbage disposal yes and i want to know that story so bad 
And I'm just like, no, you jerks. Listen for a minute. Oh, so good. I'm just like praying for like the like his hand to get caught up in it early or a breaker to go off so we can hear just like a detail because it's a pretty interesting story from what you hear that like essentially the mom thinks that Beavis dies in the crash yep. and uh, she's like goes after some subtle money after being bereaved and uh, then after that it's just kind of a mystery because they won't stop putting apples in the sink or the garbage disposal. Right. It's like, oh my God, dude, that was actually like a good story. I want to know. I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, like, we've never seen his mom, right? So, no. like, it would have been nice but to get. But also, the most interesting thing to me about that was you never ever in the shows or anything see really more of the house. So, to yeah, actually just the living room and maybe a bedroom. That there were the bedrooms and that there was kitchen and that, yeah. like, it was a legit house. Like most, more than likely, Beelzebub had actually lived with their parents, or at least one of the parents. Uh, yeah, but I think like the mom was like very just like always gone. Yeah, like, she's either always working or always on the hunt for romance or what have you. Uh, so but she's just like never prioritizing like time at home for whatever reason. Could be good or bad. Um, but yeah, she they are just never around. Do you know my dad? <laughs> yeah, he's probably some rich asshole. He's very powerful. My dad's very powerful. powerful. My dad's powerful. <laughs> My dad's very powerful. Oh god. Oh, he he nailed the frat boy. Oh, uh, white privilege thing like hard. So like every fat boy is gonna watch this and be like either all the way to one side and be like, no, "That's so wrong." Like, no, like I'm not like that. Or they're gonna laugh and just be like, "They nailed it. Way to yep. go, bros." <laughs> oh gosh man this movie just had me laughing and the ending though the ending was so good i don't want to give away a lot because i really want people to go watch this but the ending i Too thought late. they were finally <laughs> gonna get laid dude seriously i thought they were gonna get laid i thought I, I was like finally finally it's gonna happen uh and then future beavis or uh alternate smart beavis comes in is like i love you but that's the whole point of the show if they if they let them score we would not get any more new episodes or anything like that. No more teen angst. Yeah, exactly. It's over. Uh, <laughs> and it turns out like they could have, the smart views and smart mudhead could have thrown anything in the portal to stop the world from <laughs> could have been collapsing. He could have been a brick. <laughs> uh, and then beat smart views and mudhead take uh, Serena back and beavis and mudhead get a settlement. Basically, they get the house and they get to be free yeah and then that leads to them being in 2022 and it makes sense that the episodes are in 2022 yeah which i'm curious how they're going to do daria because they are doing another daria show are they going to keep it in 98 or are they going to make daria older um man that's a good question but i think that her show would make more sense of like her being older, like maybe college aged and and like, but technically she would be like in our time. I don't know why. Maybe she just took some time to work and then went back to school and she's like critiquing like today's society. I think. I'm like, sorry, I'm like wiping my eyes. I'm actually like tearing up laughing about this, <laughs> this movie. Oh, the movie is great. The movie is great. Uh, it's on Paramount Plus. It's really easy for y'all to get to it if you um, even just do a free trial of Paramount Plus. Uh, yeah worth it this is not as good as do america 
No. But the the and, and I'll I'll give one instance that I did not like. I didn't like the the song that they did. Like in the in in Beavis and Butt Do America, there are two parts where it's like all song related. There's the um roller coaster for Red Hot Chili, Red Peppers, Hot Chili Peppers, which is a fantastic <clears throat> scene. Fantastic scene. Uh, and then there's uh, the Rob Zombie song. In the yes. Ro- it's the Rob Zombie song, right? It, or is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's Rob Zombie, isn't it? Yeah, it's Rob Zombie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then this movie, it's like some dumb rap song that I hate. What? I was thinking that it was like Black Sabbath or Ozzy. I don't know what rap song you're talking about. When they do their 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 the beginning, the opening, there's basically like a a, a song that they're listening to, and they're like going crazy on it. Man, I missed that. But uh, no, like when they're doing a whole bunch of like action montages, it's like Black Sabbath or Ozzy Osbourne. And uh, but yeah, I don't remember what rap song you're talking about. Man, they 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 listen to a rap song, uh, and they go all crazy on it. I'm, I'm like almost, I'm like crazy, 90- like they don't like it or crazy they like. Yeah, they're listening to it and they're just like uh, dancing to it and they're being idiots. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, it was like towards the beginning of the movie. I swear, I'm, unless I'm dreaming that it was, but I remember even thinking that I was like, oh, I hate this. Because I've seen some of their episodes and they're like making fun of no, 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 no. like this was newer like... music. Yeah, I know it's the movie, but I'm like, I don't know why that why a rap song would make sense for them to like. Although... There's I believe there's like kind of like a a groove when uh butthead butthead has his fantasy dream and he's you know being like sworn by females who oh, think he's scored and they want to score him too and he's like indeed <laughs> but uh I can't remember the rap song for the life of me I'm like scrolling through the movie right now on the uh on the app <laughs> trying to find the scene now i'm not even finding the scene like i'm like i thought it was at the beginning so maybe it wasn't maybe it... i don't know man maybe you're mistaken i might have been but I, I swear there was a and i kept i thought this is definitely not as good as uh as the original yeah now that i agree with uh regardless like oh when coaster. they get the nachos yeah, yeah. So that's that's like around the time when he has his fantasy dream. Okay, no, yeah, I'll make. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm making break. I'm making break. I'm making break. I'm making break. That's from back in our day, dude. Like, how do you not like that song? It's not that I don't like the song. I just was annoyed. I was like, this scene could have been better without it. But uh, I might, you know. I just was like, this 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 song could have been. I don't know. No, man, I I totally uh I liked the use of it. The use of it was funny. I agree. Also, that, like, in comparison to roller coaster, it would, it's it's way right, less. Right, that's fun. what I was thinking. I was just thinking yeah. in comparison is my problem. Yeah. And 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 also at the same time, I just wasn't the biggest fan of that scene. Uh and I just <laughs> make it a hail nachos. That was funny. But the <laughs> the whole thing it just went too far with the nachos. I was like, "Okay. The nacho gag is played out for me." Well, well, so for me, it was more of like just the nachos like credit come with card a side thing. of nachos. Yeah, that was that was funny. But yeah, they like grabbed the dude's not credit card. They use his Apple Pay. Apple Pay, yeah. The uh, German tourist uh, 
who I hilariously just realized was, uh, was his name? Uh, Hernan? David Herman. David Herman. Yeah. And uh, uh, Her- Hernan? Herman. Okay. Uh, from Office Space. And, uh, I, you know, I would have never known because he's doing a German accent. He's oh. like, do you want uh, me to back up? And uh, is this good? But, uh, yeah, like, uh, I would have never thought that was him at all. Your and password so is funny. password? <laughs> Which, I'm sorry, in this day and age, if that's your password, you deserve to be hacked. I'm so sorry. Um, but, yeah. But- <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. But uh, also, I thought that that was a good way for them to bring the music back to to Beavis and Buttheads. I don't know why I keep saying Beavis and Butthead. Buttheads like era. Because that was from back, I swear, like early 2000s or 1990s, late 90s. Yeah. Uh, I might get break, but I'm not sure. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, don't get me wrong. You're right. The soundtrack suffers uh, and it is derivative of the, of the original. So yeah, there's like no way in heck this movie could surpass Do America. Yeah, but... I liked it. I recommend it. I think it was funny, uh, especially if you're a Beavis and Butthead fan, you gotta watch it. Yeah, exactly. And even if you're a Daria fan, just to see a cameo, because yeah. Daria came from Beavis and Butthead. Yes. So that, so that it was really cool to see her make a cameo. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, I'm looking forward to when they finally do the revival of Daria, though. I love that. I have, I have the Daria, all of the seasons on DVD and the movies. I got that box set. Me too. I just I just hope they don't I hope they do what this show did. I hope they don't do like some, you know, woke thing where they change everything up. Eh, we'll see. I think actually Daria works for woke, but uh, that's hilarious. It's also Mike Judge. Mike yeah. Judge. I kind of trust him. But the thing is, like, say she worked for them, she would be able to call out all the pseudo woke stuff. Yeah. And so that would be actually a lot of fun if they went that direction. Yeah. Um. Well, so woke uh, is a company. Hold up, is woke a company or a group? Because I thought it was like, oh, no, you're so woke, woke is just being woke. Oh, okay, yeah, I thought you said she works for woke. No, I thought no. Oh, when I say she works for woke, what I mean is I think the Daria character works for the woke movement. Oh, you mean like yes, yeah, that's her cause. Yes, yes, it works for her. Yeah. I do agree, but I don't know. I feel just I see so many things that seem woke. Like there's a lot of attempts to no, be. No, what woke I would assume would just happen falls. is that people in her life would think they're woke, and she would yeah. call them out on it. Yeah, that now that would totally she work. would actually be woke. Yeah. But the people around her would be fake woke, and that's 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 hardcore Daria. Like, yes, that's what I. I mean, I could literally. Like, I think Daria was my woke mind. before woke was a thing. Exactly, just being like super intelligent, and it puts everybody off because yeah. they're just trying their damnedest to be woke, and they end up falling into another one of their own yes, traps. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Fake woke. Um, let's Faux go to woke. Our... I like to call it faux woke. Faux woke. Folk. Faux woke. Faux uh, woke. Folk. Let's get into our always drag to never. This one was kind of All hard right. again because not big celebrities, but I went ahead and put oh, Mike, Mike Judge, tough, actually, Nat Faxon, and uh, Gary Cole. So if you don't know, uh, Mike Judge, of course, plays Beavis and Butthead and all but a ton of characters. Hank Hill, he think of so like all things. the characters he's ever made. Yeah, um, Nat Faxon, you'll know from uh, Broken, Boy and the Broken Lizard Group. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Manny and Club Dread. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a bad teacher. He's, uh, he's in the more recent Adam Sandler movies, like uh, Just Go With It. Our Flag Means and... Death, he's the Swede. Oh, okay. Uh, Tacoma FD, he's Frenchy. He, he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. 
hey, buddy. And my kid walks in in opportune time. But, yes. Uh, and then Gary Cole is uh, is from Office Space. He's Bill Lumberg, but also Teledega Knights. He's Reese Bobby. Yep. Cotton McKnight and Dodgeball. <laughs> Did you yeah. say Lumberg from Office Lumb- Space? Yeah. Okay. Lumberg. Lumberg. Give me one second. We're almost done. We're almost done. Uh, so uh, I'm going to go ahead. I think it's uh, it's always Nat Faxon for me. Drag to Mike Judge and never Gary Cole. I think that's that's what I'm going for. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I would just switch the first two. It would just be always Mike Judge, uh, drag to Nat Faxon, and I'm putting Gary Cole in the never because Mike Judge would essentially give me Gary Cole that I want to see. True, I agree with you. So that's a little loophole there. That's a good one. I like it. That's yeah, awesome. All right. Well, you know what also is a good one? What's that? Our sponsor. (laughs) All right. All right, passengers, on to the birthday and news. So August 21st to August 27th, Carrie Ann Moss, Kristen Wiig, Shelley Long, Rupert Grint, Tim Burton, Kiki Palmer, and Paul Rubens. Nice. We, special shout out to Paul Rubens. We like Pee Wee Herman. Of course. Uh, but Tim Burton. Yeah. You know, uh, Tim Burton is one of those, I have a deep love for a lot of stuff he did. And then there's like, there is definitely like a movie where it's like hard stop. I don't like it. And then I don't like anything after that until like, yeah. until like uh, um, Dark, Dark Shadows. Shadows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh, man. That was actually uh, my beef recently somebody was comment or made a thing and it's literally the cast of dark shadows and they're like why did they cast this for wednesday when they could have put this and it's like just go watch dark shadows dude like if that's what you want go watch dark shadows so like i'm going on to his imdb let's see trying to go up to when i know that i just stopped charlie chocolate factory charlie chocolate factory yeah until dark shadows yeah uh yeah, because I didn't care for Corpse Ride. <gasps> sorry, sorry. Pastors. Yeah, I know, right? So many people are gonna. Uh, oh, you know what? You know Sleepy what? Hollow, he did... I like ooh. Sweeney Todd. I'll give him. Sw- I like Sweeney Todd. Uh, is Planet of the Apes the Mark Wahlberg one? Oh, I hate Planet of the Apes. So I actually really like it. Oh, um, uh... don't get me wrong, but I think it's like the most amazing movie ever. No, but I really enjoyed it. Look, um, this look. Tim Burton comes off swinging. With Pee Wee's Big Adventure, okay, yeah, swinging with Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Then we get uh, Beetlejuice, yep, Batman, Ed Edward Scissorhands, Scissorhands. Batman yep. Returns, Ed Wood, uh, Mars Attacks, Mars Attacks, Sleepy Hollow, Sleepy Hollow, and then we get Planet of the Apes, which is I'm sorry, it's why so didn't bad. you like it though? So bad, it's a bad why. Movie. It's a bad movie. What Go look on lists of Tim Burton's worst films in, in Planet of the Apes is But he has like low. 20 amazing movies and then it's like, oh god, that movie sucks so bad in comparison to a whole bunch of it's like masterpieces. It's a bad movie. It's not a good Planet of the Apes movie. It's not. Oh, why though? It's just a bad movie. It's just a bad movie. It has a great cast, yeah. but it's a terrible movie. I didn't think so. I just thought it got a lot of hate. I thought it got a lot of unnecessary hate. Um, although I didn't think that like 
Mark Wahlberg's chops were good he wasn't there yet. The he part. wasn't there yet. Yeah, he just wasn't quite there yet hated for the that part. I hated the ending so much. I just don't like the movie. Um, I like but, the ending, but that's just because it was like a twist. Like, so but I yeah, I really liked it. I liked it. I'm but sorry. then, but then you get Big Fish, which is like yeah. one of the best movies ever made. Pretty uh, much. And then you get Charlie and the Chalk Factory, and it's like, oh, that was a misstep. That movie was a chocolate. It was factory. a misstep. Uh, <laughs> Corpse Bride tried too hard to be nightmare. Misstep. Yes. Uh, Sweeney Todd, pretty good. Actually, I really love like it. Sweeney Todd. Same. Alice in Wonderland. Oh, I hate yeah. I hate Alice. I I think that is my I think that is my least favorite Tim Burton movie. I I think I hate that movie. Like I hate Alice in Wonderland. Then you get Dark Shadows. Loved it. I mean, well, that maybe loves a strong word, but I really, really liked it. Real Dark Shadows is one of those movies everyone hated when it came out, and I saw it and was like, "Why do yes. people hate this? Like this, yeah. this is a soap opera. The yeah. the show is a soap opera. This it's, movie is a soap opera." It's, I don't think that people realized that it was a soap opera, and that it was going to kind of be a reimagining of that. Yeah. And then, and people were just like, "What is this?" And it's just like it just kind of missed the generation oh. that it was aiming at. Oh, it's fan- I just oh, I loved it. I loved I loved it. Same. Uh, Frank and Weenie was actually pretty dang good as well. It was cute. I didn't see Big Eyes, so I can't say anything about it. Same. Um, I liked Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. I didn't love. It was okay. I saw it with Movie Pass. I think I didn't see it at all. No, I didn't see it in twenty six. Yeah, I would have saw it in Movie Pass. Uh, it was okay. I read the Did books. You see the Dumbo? Did you see oh, that? No, I refuse. I don't yeah. like Dumbo the cartoon. What? Okay, no, I don't like we're Dumbo. gonna talk about this later. I don't like Dumbo. <laughs> no, my emotions are a little strong right now. I don't like Dumbo. Dumbo, uh, <laughs> Dumbo is racist. Not the character, but the movie. Baby, um, mine, don't you cry. I don't like Dumbo. I also don't like a lot of old Disney movies, but there, I've got reasons. Uh, and then we got uh, Wednesday okay. coming out and Beetlejuice too so yeah anyway i i like tim burton enough i'm going through his movies and i'm like you know what i like more than i dislike yeah, yeah heck yeah i like a lot more than i thought i i thought there were more movies in that in between where he made some poop but uh not as bad as i remember yeah well it's just like yeah when he fails he fails hard because we expect so much yeah, from him now that's a good yeah i hope wednesday is so good i hope wednesday is amazing i i think it will be uh i think it unfortunately like that movie is getting a little bit of hate uh sure. uh the wednesday show like yeah. uh, like preemptively and i think that's like we kind of like tapped on the latinx thing uh like before and it's like like it's fine everyone's like oh yeah jenny ortega Catherine zeta jones awesome and then uh i forget who louise the, guzman uh, louise guzman they cast him you know like you know short mexican dude who's got some style but isn't like you know your picture perfect like gomez or well he's like, just trying you know, to chiseled person and it's like oh all of a sudden all of a sudden we're against mexican casting Huh? Is that right? Or you know, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't think know, that's really. I really think that it's because he does. This the way it comes off because yeah. it's literally the meme I was talking about, where it's like this cast versus the Dark Shadows cast, right. and it's like picture perfect white people playing Latino that's, roles. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Versus, <laughs> I'm just like, 
come on like this is ridiculous and so that's the whole that's the whole like latino latina uh latinx thing i I feel like latinx is like hey look you know what we're giving latinos like a leg up right now so that should be good enough that's good enough for us right now and i'm sorry to get political and uh you know hopefully i'm not offending people for the uh for the wrong reasons like you know not latinx is great no i just I, I'm just going to put it out there. I think Latinx is a very lazy way of addressing the Latino culture because you don't want to learn how to use O or A and know that O includes A. You know, it's like, come on. Well, the only thing about this that uh, bothers me is not that it's Luis Guzman because I love Luis Guzman. Of course, uh, he's hilarious. It's because people are looking at this and they're seeing the beautiful Morticia in Wednesday. And, and I actually think Pugsley looks great. Uh yeah. I thought so too. Not as pudgy as I'd like him to be. But um, yeah. it's because Tim Burton was like, oh, I picked Louise Guzman because he looks more like the comic book character back in the day when it was a Boom. comic strip. Uh, but at the same time, everyone else doesn't quite look like that. I'm okay with that because they all look weird in the comic. But um, it's, uh, I actually think Louise Guzman's a great casting for this, but it's it's the it's putting him against Raul Julia. Who well, was I, yeah, amazing. exactly. He was literally born for the role. Yeah, Raul um, Julia is is my uh, is, is my Gomez Adams. Yeah. but but that's not fair. You know what I mean? It's it's not fair. So, and I I think what we talk and it's funny we keep bringing up or I keep bringing up uh, Dark Shadows, but I really truly feel like the exact same thing is happening here. He went for a whole bunch of retro that is way before this generation's time. And now he's aiming at this generation and they're like, we don't know about the comic book, uh, right. you know, Adam's family. We just know about the 90s movies, Adam's family and Adam's family values. And they probably don't even know about the cartoon, uh, you know, and it's like, c- come on, guys. Like, you know, just because like you got to you got to look it up. You got to look uh, it up. Did you ever watch? <laughs> Did you ever watch the uh, the third movie they made that was straight to DVD? Mm, I don't think so. Tim Curry played Gomez Adams. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the podcasters, I have a face of bewilderment right now. Yeah, Tim, <laughs> Tim Curry played uh, Tim Curry played uh, Gomez. Um, they made it's one of those weird uh, sequel movies where they made Wednesday and Pugsley younger than hmm. than they. Uh, were in the movies uh it's called adam's family reunion ha. oh i may have seen that once that sounds super familiar daryl hannah played uh morticia it was really weird that she played that morticia. does sound weird probably did why i didn't watch it then actually now that i'm thinking I, I i remember hearing about it and then i saw the casting and you know probably this is probably reverse uh what's happening i'm like the casting I'm sorry that that is not who should be cast. Oh my god! It it's like casting uh, what was her name? Adam Adam's Family Values. Um, Cusack Joan Cusack for Morticia instead of choosing choosing her for that role that she actually played. They made just like weird casting. This is hysterical. Uh, as I'm going down the IMDb rabbit hole, they made a series that only aired one season called The New Adams Family, and mm. they even got the girl. Who played Wednesday in Adam's Family uh, reunion? 
to play Wednesday in this, but none of the other people to play their parts. Yikes. I wonder if the movie... It sounds like failure in in a box. I wonder if the movie was made for them to make this TV series, and then it did so bad that none of them uh, wanted to come back for it. It was their first attempt to milk the teat. Sure. And it failed. I'm sure there was... (laughs) Definitely... Definitely uh, not the first attempt. Well, I just mean is yeah. like, well, that's, that's that's true. Yeah, because they had the cartoon and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's move on. To the, happy birthday to our celebrities. Yes. Happy birthday. Without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So thank you. Oh, we went on a we went on a roll on that one. Well, yeah. I hope I didn't like uh, no, take some fire you... away from the news oh, later. I think it's great. News. Let's go to some news. Movie Pass is making a comeback. Ooh. we've known this for a little while but limited details are starting to come out um it's going to be a little bit more expensive it's gonna be like movie plus black and stuff like that uh and i guess it's going to be like wherever mastercard is taken you can use the movie pass um and now they're going to partner with some theaters uh to try to you know but like at this point when you have stuff like cinemark uh Cl- movie club and and amc has their own thing and regal has their own thing uh i almost wonder where movie places place is and apparently you can move you can win uh it's not gonna be unlimited like movie pass was um and you can get more points to get more movies by watching movie trailers and doing surveys and stuff on the app oh i miss those days i missed uh gosh what was that survey company called but like they would literally send you music ahead of time and like before it was ever released and they would you would take a survey on it and it was kind of like make or break for that album, like whether or not a company was going to like choose to pr- promote it more or less. Right. You know? well, oh, I, I miss those days. Do you remember going to the mall and there would be a guy with yeah. a clipboard? It would always look for the guy with the clipboard. Same. You walk past him, like, sus- you know, like trying not to be suspicious or whatever you walk past him and you hope that he's like, hey, sir. And they'd yeah. be like, hey, come with me. What are you interested in movies? And then you'd go and you'd watch like, five or six tr- brand new movie trailers and you yes. answer questions about them and then they'd be like here's a dollar or here's like five bucks or here's a coupon to go see a movie or here's this and you'd be like or here's a whole bunch of different new flavors of doritos or as yeah fritos. that's right i remember fritos. that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we haven't brought out yet but you get to test them out and like honey barbecue i got to taste honey barbecue before it ever was out i just remember they'd be like oh if you ever want to come back just come come by this little thing and you're always like i'm not gonna go there and say i want to do a survey you just you want the guy to grab you yeah you oh man so i would i would be like hey man you got any surveys because i wanted to like eat for free yeah. essentially like they pay you go straight to the food court <laughs> yeah those days were great but movie pass is back i used to have movie pass i actually still have the cards somewhere yeah uh, but it was so janky in the end it was so janky uh yeah i'm sorry i'm like i'm so excited about the next bit of news uh thor love and thunder starts streaming september 9th for uh for for what the heck is that thing called not d23 disney disney days marvel days whatever it's called oh okay they're gonna do a a big it's like the investor thing uh the oh the movie Uh the, the disney movie and games expo or something like that that's what it is uh, but anyway, it's going to come out that day, which hopefully then finally they put the pre-order out for the Steelbook 4K. Because I'm like, when is that going to go on pre-order? So I need to keep my Steelbook game for Marvel. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's pretty cool. September 9th, that's not far off at all. 
No, it's literally what three weeks away, something and like that. I liked Love and Thunder. Screw I all you critics who did not. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. Like, I, I totally get that it's not Ragnarok, but it was still super duper fun. It was a solid comedy, uh, and I'm cool with Thor being comedy and not all action. Uh, honestly, I think uh, Thor being comedy is the only way that he works. Yes, I um, agree. Otherwise, it's just like some semi-serious attempt to get muscles in front of your face, and that's just sad. I like when Thor. Gets- <laughs> I like when Thor gets serious. Don't get me wrong. Like, of course. In Infinity War and, and all course. that. Uh, yeah. in Endgame. Fantastic when he gets serious, but Thor works as a comedy when it's a whole Thor movie. Yeah, plus we built, like, you know, we, we had the speed bumps of seriousness in the beginning. And, and we realized work. that the, the, the humor of a guy trying to figure out, you know, Earth coming from the godly realm was funnier. Yep. And so we go through that tribulation and realize, all right, you know what? Well, he's he's gone through enough of this, so we, we gotta have a little serious. And then we earned that seriousness. I kept and seeing those crazy moments and heroic moments. I kept seeing memes uh that were like, Oh, Taiga Watiti finally falls. I'm like, what no? I have not seen nah. a bad Taiga movie yet. Yeah, same. Uh and then last bit of news. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot more that we're missing, but last bit of news. Uh, Leslie Grace, who was gonna play Batgirl in the canceled Batgirl movie. Uh, the CEO of WB Dis- uh, WB Discovery was like, uh, "We want to. Will you come back for Batgirl role in another movie?" She was like, "No, you're a coward. Uh, I'm not going to come back for this movie. I'm done with WB." Why is he a coward? Uh, for not releasing Batgirl and all that. Uh, what was the premise there? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. Huh. Well, Leslie Grace burning bridges. But huh. um, yeah, that's strong words, burning bridges, and makes me sad uh, because I would have liked to see uh, Leslie Grace's Batgirl. Yeah, um, hopefully, one day they do release it that they're just like, we're just going to uh, quiet release this into HBO Max, but yeah. I'm sure they just don't want to pay the residuals, which is why they took HBO Max took off. Oh, that's so that's totally what's happening. Yeah, so we're we're talking about how HBO Max is basically taking a loss on a whole bunch of properties to yeah. not pay the creators pay the creator, and all yeah. that bulls snot. <laughs> no, They're trying like, to cut corners, save money. That's why there's going to be a lot less scripting. Because of the investors. And like, they're, gonna... they're like, we have to find a loss yeah. to keep the investors happy. And yeah. they just started scrapping stuff left and right. And I don't know, like, as you far as investors go, like the boycott should be considered because that's baloney. I feel like so many nerds signed up for this stuff and then they're like, got your money. You know how you do this? You know how you figure this out? Just go put it on Blu-ray and 4K and you're yep. going to have a ton of people just go blind by it. Boom. I would. I'd go blind by it. Boom. Anyway, just because I want the complete set. But I also Same. know that the bigger rumor, did we talk about this last time? Is that Ben Affleck? Yeah, I think we talked about this last time. Yeah. Ben Affleck's coming back in the Flash. Yeah. Um, and and they're redoing the whole thing in Michael Keaton's. I think because Batgirl establishes Michael Keaton as the Batman, that uh, also doesn't work for uh, the CEO's vision of restoring the Snyderverse. Anyway, oh well. Uh, also, big rumor: uh, Henry Cavill might be coming to Marvel for Loki, playing uh, their version of Superman, Hyperion. Ooh, that'd be a big slap in the face if DC doesn't finally say Cavill come back get their act together yeah anyway well you know who doesn't need to get their act together who's that our next sponsor (laughs) okay hey Mark today's sponsor is Patrick's Proctology and Pathology Labs get your butt checked while also finding out if those polyps are something more our passengers should just get checked no deal here 
just a friendly reminder, we love you. Thanks, Patrick's Proctology and Pathology Labs. Thanks. All right, passengers, you know what time it is. It's time for the new and improved elevator pitch. Danny's going to have 30 seconds to come up with a movie concept based on a dice roll. We're going to roll one through four, one for reboot, one for remake, three for sequel, and four for reimagining. And we'll have to pick from four random movies given to us by random random movie generator. Uh, Danny, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Okay, you have rolled a four, a reimagining. I believe this is our first reimagining. It is. This is very exciting. All right, and your four movies are Her uh, from 2013, uh, The Imposter, 2012, uh, Jeff Who Lives at Home, made in 2011, and Terms of Endearment, 1983. I've, uh, okay, Her? Yeah. What's the other one? uh the imposter i don't 13 year old boy without a trace disappears without a trace from his home in san antonio texas uh uh, no i never saw Uh, that jeff who lives at at oh jeff who lives at home okay yeah jason yeah jason siegel and ed helms i keep wanting to say schwartzman and what's the other and terms of endearment uh 1983 so I don't think we've seen like two of these movies, but Terms of Endearment, dang. Okay. Yeah, I haven't I've never actually seen Terms of Endearment. Same. Uh all the actors are good though. Shirley McLean, mm-hmm. Deborah Winger, yeah. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson? I haven't seen a Jack Nicholson movie. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I was uh, saying the same thing. <laughs> I don't know if I made it through all of Jeff Who Lives at Home. Ah. I think I've only seen parts of it okay but her you pick her yeah so uh spike jones uh film from 2003 i remember i remember watching this movie in korea with my pastor no oh Oh, loaded i mean it's not like the worst movie to watch with your pastor like inappropriateness but it is that would spark some conversation to say some, the least. Like the sex, like the the quote unquote sex scene and all that. I remember just thinking, oh gosh, this is my pastor. Yeah. My pastor was really cool, by the way. Uh shout out to PJ if you ever listens. Um anyway, Joaquin Phoenix, Scarlett Johansson, Amy Adams. I I I actually adore this movie. Uh and it also like I really, really wanted that that gaming screen so bad that like hologram Who gaming screen. Who does it, oh. right? Or just all of the technology in this movie, right? Like the yes. promise that Siri can one day become this. Um, I, I do like that idea that like, I mean, maybe not that they become like, you know, hyper intelligent like that, but like that they're like your buddy. They're like, they're like, you know, hey, what do you need? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. <laughs> um, a reimagining of her. Let me think about that for a second. That's not, uh, that's kind of hard. I'm really excited to hear this one from you. I Like I saw it pop up and I was like, these other movies, uh, this is kind of a trap. I trapped Danny into this one because I, I, we both really like this movie and yeah, to see how he would redo it would be really cool. Reimagining. Golly. You know, a sequel maybe? I could have been like, oh, okay. Uh, this is hard. I'm trying to think. Um, 
I gotta, I gotta get it off the screen because I keep looking at Joaquin Phoenix's face, thinking I can't think any more than Joaquin Phoenix was such a good part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Reimagining, so I'll have different actors in this. Uh, who are some of the now actors? I feel like Ryan Gosling is obligatory. God, he'd be, he'd be really good in the role. He I think really good in Lars and the Real Girl. I think he would do really well. Uh golly man. Um okay, I'm looking. I'm like I just typed in a, a list of actors just to just to see <laughs> it's if it's Tom Cruise. Like who's the hot who are the hot actors right now? Who are the hot actors that could make this role perfect? <laughs> yeah. Uh like you had me at IO. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Sorry. We're not uh, even in the reimagining yet, and we're we're already having fun with it. I know. I know I'm having a really hard time though. Um, okay, I'm going. I'm going Pedro Pascal. Ooh, I'm going Pedro Pascal as uh, as as um, Joaquin Phoenix, <laughs> Theodore, the main okay. character. <laughs> And I'm going. Uh, let's let's go with like uh, Emma Stone as Samantha's voice. Mm, I don't know if I want to listen to that phone every time I talk to my phone. You don't like Emma Stone's voice? No, it's not not like I like it. You know, in a movie, but like where I got to deal with this year in and What's year another? out. I'm trying to look. I'm trying to see <laughs> uh, Sorry. Uh, possibly Margot Robbie. Uh, yeah. You get like a filter that makes her Harley Quinn all the time. Charlize Theron. Okay, she's got Samantha's a great phone voice. voice. Yeah, Charlize Theron as of Samantha's voice. Uh, and let's go. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna throw Emma Stone in there because I like her. Emma Stone yeah. is the girlfriend, the ex-girlfriend. I like that. I like that better. Yeah. Um, and I'm not gonna try to recast everybody else. Uh, I'm just going you with that. You don't need to. You don't no. need to. Uh, I'm just going that way, and. Uh, Oh god, I forgot Chris Pratt's in her as well. That's right. He's oh freaking, yeah, he's the friend, the, the, friend, the co-worker the guard, right? Yeah. Oh god, I gotta go watch this movie again. Um, so anyway, we'll have them three casting it and uh just sprinkling some random people here and there. Maybe we'll throw Russell Brandon's the best friend just because I miss seeing Russell Brand. <laughs> yeah. Uh especially after Death on the Nile, where he played like a serious. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Ooh, well. Oh, watch, watch it, dude. It's so good. Um, so anyway. Uh, and and really, it's not too far of a stretch. We'll have it set in today, uh, not in today's time, but in the future, but like from today's standpoint. Um, and we will put some woke themes into there because I think it kind of works in that way. Uh, but basically, um, you know, I, it's the same story. You can't really change much about it other than maybe the actors and maybe you go uh, some different thematic routes in there. Uh it's hard to reimagine this movie because it really is such a a perfect little film. Well, the way of this movie, yeah, like and yeah, but making yours perfect is not the point. I would but I would set this oh I'm setting it in more of a cyberpunk future. Okay. Uh we're going like a cyberpunk city, like a like a Neo Tokyo. Okay. Type of city. Maybe it's San like, Francisco, actually. Yeah, maybe like it's a Neo New York or something like that. I but like it's got it. that Tokyo vibe. Maybe everything has gone from us caring about borderlines 
anymore to us being more Earthikins in the Futurama sense. I like that. All one. Uh, and so uh, our main character, he lives in a small little apartment. There, it's everything's futuristic. Everything's already. And already we've had these these AIs that can talk to us, but now we have these AIs that actually um, are a little bit sentient. A little bit sentient. And instead of it just being a voice, it is actually a uh, hologram. And he does fall in love with the hologram. Okay. Uh, and maybe it doesn't have to look exactly like Charlie's Throne, but it could be because she's yeah, it could be anybody. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so Pedro Pascal is that he's got that face. He's got the acting chops to bring the sadness and to he's bring the charming. He's so charming. charming, right? Um, but instead, like, instead of in the kind of like towards the end where she's like cheating on him with the other AIs, uh-huh. uh huh. The AIs find a way to go into robotic bodies that are already made, like the robotic butlers and, and shit that they already have. Kind of like Chappie. Yeah, except not. Oh, I love Chappie, so whatever. Um, but not like Chappie. Not like that. It's it's gonna be like a futuristic, like you know. Like they look real? Yeah. Almost, okay. Kind of. They're still okay. robotic, but they're yeah, they still kind of look real. Yeah, I think kind of like almost human the video game, if you've ever played that. Uh-huh. Anyway. But in the end, uh, he's like, but I love you and all this stuff. And it's like, but then it gets dark. I think it's going to go dark. I think uh, the ro- the AI is going to try to take over humanity. She's like, I loved you, but I can get more out of this. Yeah. And then, yeah. Okay. And then it's a bleak ending. The movie's bleak. Her the movie's ends bleak. bleak anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's a bleak ending, but it goes in a darker direction. There's my reimagining. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. In the original, she evolves beyond uh, Theodore. And, uh, you know, and it's sad, but it's just kind of like, sorry, guy, like, you know, I just am more intellectually stimulated by another AI. And, uh, but in this one, she's more stimulated by, I guess, world domination, essentially. Uh, But that's really cool. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm going to go watch uh, her again. Yeah, I'm going to go watch your version of her. That's pretty cool. (laughs) All right. Well. Uh, you heard it here first. If Spike Jones would like us to go ahead and make his reimagining of her, we're in. Yeah, totally. Right. But I want those actors now. I want Pedro Pascal. I want Charlie's Throne. I want Emma Stone. I want them all in there. <laughs> also, so I could just hang out with them in the on the set. Yeah, of course. Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Elevator. We love you, passengers. And remember, if you want to contact us, you can reach us at popcultureelevator at gmail.com Instagram at Pop Culture Elevator, Twitter at PCE Podcast, and our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash Pop Culture Elevator. Thank you again for listening. We will see you next Wednesday.